As Napoleon Hill said, true success is only achieved with the power of harmonious coordination of minds working to a definitive end. On Agent Wealth Network Live, you'll join Dr. Hank, the change maker in real estate, for live conversations with an elite group of real estate experts, including coaches, authors, sales trainers, and successful agents and brokers, from up-and-comers to mega-producers. You'll come away with mindset, lead generation, and wealth-building strategies that will change your business while building a life of joy and fulfillment. And now, here's your host, Dr. Hank. Well, happy day, everyone. This is Dr. Hank, and welcome to Agent Wealth Network. This is the place where agents and brokers learn how to grow their business and grow their wealth. And, you know, every week we have just somebody that's special, but today is even more special. And we have Kathleen Black. She's a coaching and consulting uh, agent, actually. She was a top producing real estate agent in Canada, and she helps agents in order to grow their team, grow their business. And so good morning, Kathleen. And how are you this fine day? Good morning. I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and connect with uh, you know the audience and hopefully share some some uh, fun stuff, have a good time, some valuable uh, tips. Well, fantastic. We indeed will have a good time, and <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that. And so let's start out first by um, you're in Canada, and so maybe the question is: is I have a large audience in in the United States, and and uh, so is real estate business kind of the same? And where are you in Canada? And kind of tell us a little about the Canada side. Yeah, for sure. Well, our our company is located uh, just east of Toronto, so uh, we call it Greater Toronto uh, Area. I mean, Toronto's okay. a, a City now, um, we have clients though throughout Canada into the U.S. Um, it's it definitely. I mean, it, I specialize in in helping agents, you know, um, increase production. But our niche is team development. So I'd say, I mean, in the team world, there's some some differences in the the business models that have become a little bit more prevalent in the Canadian market versus U.S. Um, but the real estate market overall, I mean. I went to do, um, I was kind of fascinated because I went to do training in uh, Manhattan. And initially I thought, okay, this seems uh, interesting, you know, to bring our training program that we use with uh, top teams to Manhattan market. You would think it would be opposite, but we actually have 52,000 agents on the Toronto Real Estate Board. It's the largest real estate board in North America. And that's where the... Yeah, they're, they're, you know, so we have pretty extreme competition in our market and that's where of our teams have grown. So I was actually surprised by how similar um, our training systems adapted very well uh, in Manhattan. And in fact, they, they were working on getting, um, you know, exclusivity with clients because it's still very much so an open market of, you know, have the seller, have the buyer and have to bring both together. And you're kind of left with, with nothing, right? Not securing right. an exclusive listing or buyer. So I'd say no, very, very um, similar overall for how real estate's okay. played out. You, you guys have a few more responsibilities. Um, Pardon me. After the deal is, uh, <coughs> sorry, after the deal is firm um, before it closes. Whereas our our side, the lawyers uh, help us out with a few extra things. Oh, I see. Okay, good, good. Well, sometimes that's good or sometimes bad having those attorneys in there. And yes. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, and so what I love about what happened with you is you became the top producing real estate agent, but also team. And so I'd like to really talk about two things. And I think that one of the areas where you really are the master in in real estate is uh, converting leads 
into clients and that conversion rate. And we've all have had challenges with that. And can you help us a little bit? We'll talk about how to build a team then too afterwards. But can you tell us on what are some of your secrets that you use in order to do that conversion and get those leads into uh, a client and then a closing? Well, you know, at end of the end of the day, I think the same secrets. I don't think it's a you know a secret if you're not using it, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those are secrets. Things we already know and do not use are secrets to ourselves. But, uh, <laughs> I <okay>. like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I I think I mean the the end of the day. I mean I I think where I've uh, Interesting enough, everything I've always worked on in mindset, like I believe in mindset mastery and the importance of it. And at the end of the day, having power when it comes to our mindset, our state, you know, our, our outlook, our intentions, what we pay attention to, those are the exact same gifts and tools that allow us to be masters of conversion. And I, I truly believe those of us who have studied and understand, you know, intention, attention, uh, the ability to have kind of um, laser focus, which we hear all the time with top producers in yeah. real estate. Uh, those are the exact same skill set that allow us to master conversion. And what I mean by that is if I have an understanding of, you know, a step by step process of how to engage with people, how to build relationships and a process that goes beyond mirrors. Um, I'm really yeah. big in training in how do we get into windows, right? Because mirrors are all yeah. about the world is exactly how I am. You know, everyone wants yeah. me to speak to them the way I want to be spoken to, you know, the, the golden rule kind of thing. And I find that masters in conversion have an understanding that I need to expand well beyond myself. I need to be able to communicate in a way that is going to be well received by the majority of the population versus, you know, some of us have very um, specific personality styles or Myers-Briggs, if you study that. And I know for mine, I mean, for a woman with my Myers-Briggs, it's under 1% of the population. So if I'm going to show up with my values, my processing, my market share is out the window. Like my ability to do well is very limited. So um, for for us, we're really looking or or our model, uh, our coaching consulting company is to have an understanding of how can I speak to others in a way that, you know, old school, but 100% what's in it for them. But on top of that, how do I say it in a way that all personalities will be um, engaged in it, interested in it? How can I value my time? And how can I realize again that if I'm having trouble with, you know, others valuing my time or not wanting to be loyal to my services, that I'm still in that mirror world. Because they're yeah. mirroring back to me, maybe, you know, a, a lack of confidence or, or I find for agents right now, a lack of understanding of, hey, where do we fit? What is our value? Yeah. You know, right, um, right. And if I can just interject there that I'm mindset <laughs> is definitely the name of the game. And you brought that up, that it's this mindset. And, you know, scientists in the last five years have uh, identified and all agreed upon for the first time ever, neurologists and and microbiologists, all of the scientists have come together and they say this, that our experience or the things that we create or, or attract into our life, that it's three steps. And the first step is our thought. And so here you just nailed it on the head. It's our thought and what we're thinking about. The second step, by the way, is uh, then they call it energy. So thought creates energy, which is really our emotion. Okay. And then that emotion, that energy creates matter or our experiences there. 
So your mindset on, on starting out by saying the most important thing is mindset, it really is all about that. So can you tell us a little bit more on uh, the mindset? It sounds like to really, first of all, understand there's different personalities out there, there's different values out there, and how to match that. So can you tell us more about that and that mindset that we need to be understanding and that knowledge? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, um, I like going back to the idea of art and science. And in real estate, I think it's easy to think that we're in an industry that still is predominantly relying on our art, right? Our ability to connect yeah. with others and network and all, and, you know, our personal artistry and what we do. And I mean, I believe in that. My business is a labor of love. I don't, I don't hide that. You know, my heart is yeah. completely in it. It's an expression of myself. Oh. So I, I believe in artistry. But in our oh, industry, I love that. <laughs> I love yeah. that, having heart. Yeah. <laughs> you have your heart in it. You feel alive. You have positive energy, right? I'd like to believe. Um, but I think yeah. the, the side that sometimes we can, in my experience, sometimes agents can put, you know, resist a little bit is that science side of it. Of You know, we, we have these great reasons for why we do things the way we do. But the best reasons always have results. And it's easy to look and say, well, I do it this way because I believe in X. I think the most powerful systems in science align the reasons, the belief, and the results. So how can we take a system that actually is quantifiable, that we can measure it, that we know has results, and how can I align it with my heart, my mind, my being, so I truly am a powerhouse? Because it's one thing to have a script. It's one thing to have a presentation. To believe in it to the core of, of your being and show up with that level of congruence, that's when you're a powerhouse. That's when you get on the phone and you know exactly what you're aligning towards. And you can yeah. do it in a consultant's approach where I'm not pushing, I'm not selling, I'm not putting you in a corner. I don't need to do that because I yeah. know my value. I know what I want to offer to you based on what you need. I want to follow your needs, your wants. And have a set approach that allows me to have predictably much higher results. And I mean, our systems, we have the numbers across thousands of agents, hundreds of top producing teams using them. So I know exactly the benchmarks. And I think that that's key. You can have 10 systems and know all of them at 50%. And guess what? You're probably going to get 10, 20% of the capability of those systems. Or you can say, I'm going to plug into something that works, something that has results I'm going to understand the intellectual property that's available to me here. And instead of taking 10 years to figure it out, research and development, I'm going to acknowledge we're in the era of wisdom. I need to plug <laughs> in to people know, right, and duplicate yeah. it and learn it at a mastery level. So I believe conversion is a mastery game. I do not believe you can have 10 things and do a little piece of each of them, not where the top results are happening anyways. So, you know, you know it in your sleep. And I always say, hey, you know, knock on wood, hopefully, like uh, my mind is good. But one day, like if it wasn't, I'd pro who knows what scripts I'd be rhyming off. Cause I definitely <laughs> yeah, well, I just love on where you, you've now introduced this idea of heart and then also this powerful to be powerful. And we are each powerful, magnificent creators, and it's all getting into that belief, and it's where our thoughts are, and so we can either think, oh, this is tough, or it's not going to be good for me, that that just takes us down what I call a slimy green pit, <laughs> and into what we don't want, where you started that energy, and as you were talking about, you know, getting powerful and everything, that that energy already just hyped me up. You know, I could feel your energy coming across the, the channel here and, uh, and for everybody else. So tell us more. <laughs> tell us more. Um, what? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's... It's yeah, it's hard. I mean, to go into the the conversion side. I mean, the energy I think comes from having that uh, again, that intent on you know when I'm on the phone, what am I trying to accomplish? When I meet with a new client, what am I trying to accomplish? And and having a lot of that gray zone that we waste energy on. You know, when we talk about spinning wheels, I always say there's there's three positions for us in in real estate, and my company's very aligned in one position. And if you're gravitating another way, that's fine. There's no judgment on two of them. There's judgment on one. So I say there's there's a spectrum, right? So on one side of the spectrum, we have that traditional kind of epitome of what the public sees as sales. And, you know, whether we adopt sales as powerful or positive or not is, is irrelevant in this example. It's the idea of when the public, you know, from a very young age is taught about people who are pushing or selling or manipulating. I mean, it's across cartoons and Disney and literature and whatnot. There's this <laughs> idea of the salesperson always in the shadows and not trusted and kind of slimy, right? So we have that traditional like high pressure approach, manipulative sales techniques. On the other yeah. side of the spectrum, we have that consultant who says, I believe people are good. I believe people are intelligent. I believe people will make the right decisions for themselves and their family. And that allows me to not need to be pushy or manipulative because all I need to do is educate. But I need to do it really well. I need to understand my craft at the highest level so that I can adapt communication. I can say things differently and I can stay out of my own head. We're talking about mindset, but stay out of my own head because I know where I'm trying to go. So it's all about the client. The dangerous spot, in my opinion, you know, it's just my opinion, but it's that person in the middle, right? Like they're constantly playing out. They're on the phone and they're listening and in their head, like, what do I do next? What do I say next? Are they, am I being too pushy? Maybe I should follow up. I don't know. They don't have their intention aligned with what they're giving attention to, right? Their words, their energy, their thoughts. And that to me is the most dangerous spot right now in real estate because you have people, I'm in the team world. So the team world, it's like we're trying to synthesize values, culture, communication, and give the best of the best in record time to new people coming into our environments. We can't really afford to be spending our energy second guessing what to do next. Like we're just 10 steps behind and we all do it sometimes, you know, like sure. there's times I come yeah. off a stage and I'm like, oh, should I have said it that way? Great. But, <laughs> you know, like with clients, if I'm at a listening right. presentation and I'm going, oh, my gosh, should I have worn this dress? Maybe I should have worn black. Maybe I should have worn <laughs> whatever. Right. Like, yeah. Maybe I'm, right. I'm too aggressive. I'm already out of the game. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. And part of that, like, for example, I, I share with people that like when you think you have a bad hair day, there's only one person in the whole wide world that knows you have a bad hair day and it's you. And half the other people are thinking they have a bad hair days. So it's really not about you. But you you introduced a concept here that really is, uh, to me, the foundation of mindset. And that is to prepave what I call prepave. It's kind of like a road. And so if you're going to give a talk, if you're going to be on the phone, if you're going to meet with a, a, a client that I, I, I think of this idea of just prepaving this road and then that conversation. And so what, what we don't, what I like to do is to teach and you be general on this, that in other words, you don't say, oh, uh, this, uh, let's say it's a listing presentation, this listing presentation, they're going to say, yes, it's signed the contract. That's too specific. 
It's sad. It's that we're going to just have a wonderful time. It's going to be great. I'm going to look so professional and they're going to really enjoy me and we're going to laugh and smile and just enjoy each other. And as we do that and, and prepave it the way we want it, then we can rely on what I call the universe, God, whatever name you want to do, where the father does the work. And so literally gives us the ideas and the thoughts and the perfect words that just flow out of our mouth like a mountain stream when we're in the middle of that. And so do you like the, do you, is that kind of the pre-paving that you were talking about to kind of say what you want, how you want it to be before you even get there? Well, sure, because just like you said, I mean, the research fully supports that. I mean, how we're feeling and thinking is literally having a chemical reaction. Like our physiology is reacting to what we're thinking about. So, yeah, setting the tone beforehand. Like I never went on a listing presentation that I did not do some method of visualization, even if it was just a little bit on the car because I was appointment to appointment. I would always take that moment to do a reset. And to me, that's very similar as pre-paving, you know, how's how is it going to go? What is the feeling, right? Like how am I approaching it? What's the tonality? How are they going to respond? Because we're actually much more involved in creating that atmosphere than some give ourselves credit for. Um, so having yeah. that side of it, then having the confidence, yeah, to get out of the way and, and, you know, trust, have faith that things will roll out in their best capacity. I agree. Completely. Yes. Yeah. And that, and that we're, we are the creators of our experience. So you're right. You know, not only are we kind of part of it, that we literally create our experience. And so everything that we, that comes to us, we're, it, it's based on what our thoughts are and we attract it into our experience. And so for, um, us to be able to really have that mindset that, that, to take the time. And normally, by the way, it takes about a minute. Uh, to like visualize and to really get that energy going. And so to, uh, so I want to, you know, make sure that everybody understands it's not like, okay, this is going to go well and I get out of the car. That, you know, it's more about just really getting into the feeling and just imagining how wonderful it is. And of course, uh, then you teach the specifics and, and actually, uh, do you do scripts then on, on, on like on a, a call and how to do that? Can you tell us a little about that? Absolutely. Like, you know, there's, again, a spectrum of everything. Like we, I work a lot um, with teams doing onboarding. So onboarding would be, you know, one side of the spectrum, right? Where you're brand new in a team environment or you're brand new in a brokerage. I mean, we do full online training in person, all of that fun stuff, right? Which I love. Yeah. Um, so the full, hey, what, what do we need? Um, just to get up and going because our, our industry is changing. Like I work with several brokers now who with online leads, for example, that's something that we work a lot with. The mentality is very different with online leads, as we know, um, than, mm-hmm. you know, with repeat and referral or kind of the, the old school face-to-face approach. So, you know, now we actually have systems where it's like you have to learn level one and level two before you get an online lead because the, the results are night and day, right? So what are yeah. the things we know and understand so that we actually can nurture online business instead of thinking that, you know, they're, they're low quality leads or they're tire kickers or, you know, they're just a waste of time and, or the agents who say, Hey, I'll put them on a search. And if I still get 1% by doing next to nothing, I'm happy. You don't know what you don't know, right? So there's that and there's the continuous. uh, So we would do full basic script training um, before somebody came ideally in a team environment or in a brokerage environment where they had to qualify to get those leads, which is pretty, and qualify. I know some agents are like, I don't want to qualify to get leads, but you do. 
You do because yeah, yeah. the broker's doing it because they get more of a return and so do you and they want to support you being successful. So I'm always like, no, it's amazing when they do that because <laughs> they know you're going to get more from it, um, at least yeah. the ones that I've worked with. Um, right, right. And then on the other side of the spectrum, we have like inside sales agents. And I mean, there are masters of scripting, so they'll have all their core components and it, it is scripted. There are certain things that we say on the phone that we memorize that we fully take in. And I mean, I expect, hey, if I give you something to memorize, like a buyer value proposition, okay? So buyer value proposition is designed that is if somebody's within a certain period of time and they wanna buy first or they don't know what they wanna do first. They're like, I don't know, should I list first, buy first? I need to research, you know, I need to get out there. It's designed for those people to say yes. That's, that's why it's worded. I always say to people, if you can have the perfect exact wording that was designed and 99% of the people that you potentially wanna be with would say yes, would you learn it? They say yes, yeah. I'm like, then why haven't you memorized the script? <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. And, and then, that memorization that, you know, it's also to internalize that, that, you know, one thing is to memorize it, but then just have it start flowing off your tongue and to say that you don't have that mental insight. You know, I, I have uh, several lead programs, like one lead program is very effective. It, um, it, it closes about one out of five leads and they're basically on, on uh, Facebook leads. And um, one of the problems, though, the challenges that we've had is to be able to take those lead, leads and convert them. And one thing that um, I have found effective and wanted to get your opinion on it is that I, I have the agents uh, call, text, and then email every day until they hear back from them because people think they are busy, if you will, and so thus they become busy and busier. And uh, and so because of that, they really just people have other stuff going on and so it's not bothersome for that. And so any thoughts about, should you hit them that often? Or, uh, and then when you do, do you have a script like for a text, for a call, a call and even I guess a voicemail, and uh, then email? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I- wow. Our, our numbers are, you know, still, we still see that our best conversion happens on the phone, which I mean is, is good. It's problematic um, because we know that, you know, people more and more don't want to answer the phones. They don't have home phones and they're, ed they're you know, uh, editing who they pick up the phone for. But in the end, getting people on the phone is where our best conversion still happens. Once they're your client, right. different. we know that, right? Like I've got clients right. Facebook me LinkedIn who knows like those messages pop up everywhere yeah. um, and that's fine but yeah I, I think you know what it, it's I think you said the key thing internalizing you know people get a script they try to kind of memorize it they don't feel comfortable with it so they don't want to use it they don't believe in it um for me like to use a script you need to understand the why behind it and how it plays out like how does this play out for the consumer right when they're too busy to meet with an agent but they've lost out on three houses and they're so annoyed and they think all the agents are you know hiding things how does this play out for them versus right. somebody working with them now we approach I'm too busy a bit differently but yeah, we have the key I always say is, okay, learn the script and I expect it's going to be choppy when it's memorized. It's going to sound robotic. It won't sound great. The next yeah. week, okay, now it should flow. Now you want to have, it's like, I say it's like a song. There's a rhythm to great scripting. <laughs> you internalize the song, right? Yeah, um, I love that. But yeah, the only thing I would say that our experience, like inside sales, for them, I find that you have to be, in my experience, my tracking, much more careful about how long leads stay on their plate because, I mean, they're on the phones all day long. So it will really bottleneck right. them if they don't know when it's okay to say you've done enough. 
right? When yeah. is it okay that, you know what, like strategically, you're, you're not going to get as much results now, whereas we'd start mm-hmm. neglecting other opportunities. When do we do that? But yeah, yeah. you you want an approach for the phone, for text, for email, because you want your energy to be connecting with that person. And that's right. something you forget. If I internalize the science, all my focus is on the relationship in the person because I already have the science down. But mm-hmm. if I'm only focused on the person, I don't have the science, I might not yeah. have enough clients to stay in the business or hit my goals, right? Right, right. That's fantastic. And then uh, tell me, so uh, you're talking about ISAs and so inside sales agents and basically are just on the phone. And um, and then uh, do you hand those off then to an agent then? Is that how your system works then on this that you teach? Yeah, if they're a certain level of team, like typically I've had some brokerages put inside sales in place. And I mean, right now, as everything else, I mean, technology has been taking off for a long time in real estate. That's nothing new. But in the inside sales department, it's it's coming to the forefront of technology companies and companies trying to, you know, um, automate this service for individual agents. Which is really yeah. interesting to me because for a team, it's always a certain level of ex- it's our next level of leverage. For us, it's a level four um, in team yeah. expansion. You know that probably doesn't mean anything to anyone at home, but there <laughs> there's a certain place where your business is strong enough to sustain sure. in an inside sales. So they would book right. yes a face to face appointment for a sales agent uh-huh. on a team, potentially a brokerage. Okay, good. And um, so then we're talking a little about teams. And so I think we, um, do you want to just summarize for us on, so the keys then to convert into leads is, what would you say is the key then? The key to convert leads overall? Yeah, to convert leads into clients. And, and well, how, how would you, uh, what, what are the main takeaways that we should get from that? Yes, I want to move to the team in a minute. Yeah, well, which is funner. I mean, all we the systems we work with with teams, we work with with individual agents. It is, the key is having a strong sales system and understanding the funnel of it. And if your values are relationship based, sometimes that's hard because we don't relate to it. We're like, I don't relate to you know the sifting and sorting of systems and uh, or of leads, sorry, because they're relationships, they're people, and I and I think you need the best of both worlds. So to me, to have a strong conversion. You need the ability mentally to go, how do I sift and sort quickly? What do I use a database to extend my brain and not think about those people? Because we all have a limited capacity. I don't like to think about it. I like to lie and pretend, you know, I have unlimited (laughs) mental capacity. Certainly nowhere near true. I don't know about that. You're funny, Kathleen. (laughs) Right? So, you know, I need to make sure I'm filling my brain with the most important parts. And if I'm filling it with people that I've been talking to for four months that might give me a listing appointment in two months from now, I'm filling it with the wrong opportunities. I don't have a chance to build to where I want to. So the key to conversion is how do I have a a sale, a step-by-step system to sift and sort Mm -hmm. Who should have my energy and attention and when? And to put a ton of that mental processing capacity in the database and trust it. Set it up so you can trust it. Have your notes. Make sure it's organized so you can get on there and just dial, dial, dial. You already know what to say. We're we're taking all that extra energy out exponentially for your entire career if you have that approach, right? Wow. Tremendous. Just tremendous. And use that energy in the most focused and and what I call high payoff activity way. And so to put it in those high payoff activities. And uh, so how would we... um, uh, so, like, if I'm interested in that system, how do I get a hold of you in order to to understand as far as converting uh, leads into clients? 
Yeah, we have, well, we have a couple options. We have a fantastic online training program. And because of my, my insistence on coaching style and mastery, it's not like, you know, 45 minute light training. Like they're each level is nine sessions. They're two to three hours each. Like it's, it, it emulates our onboarding process. So it's pretty in depth. Um, our website is www. I'll, uh, there's two, but I'll give you the easy one to remember. So www.kathleenspeaks.com. And you can, okay. if you, yeah, we do one-on-one coaching consultations all the time. Totally complimentary. Okay. Of yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now I know you're, besides being an expert on taking these uh, leads and converting them into clients that I know you're also an expert in uh, building teams. And I think uh, probably uh, we have a lot of people that uh, agents on right now or even brokers that, um, you know, they maybe don't have any team. And can you kind of start with us and give us some thoughts? behind how, how do you build a team and how does that work for you? Well, you know, there, there's there's the, well, how do you build a team? I mean, it depends on what type is a great question. It depends on what type of a business and structure you want to have. Right. And at the end uh-huh. of the day, do you want to be a coach? Do you want to be a trainer? Do you want to be a motivator? Do you want to be a rainmaker? Because your team is going to be based on your value proposition. So most of the time at those initial stages, I recommend flipping it and going, what do I want to give? Right? What do I want to give? So if somebody was interested in joining my team, why would they want to work with me? Right? Uh, Flip it. Because it's about what you're giving in a team environment Mm -hmm. and what you're willing to invest in. And I'm the first one to say it, team building can be messy. It's not glamorous, right? Yeah. It's not like you see so many of these big teams that, you know, will go to events because they're, they're kind of like, okay, you know, we've already built our team. We specialize in the messy part of building with you. I have a fascination and, you know, I love working with people. I have a vision and like, I'm going to put it in place. I'm committed. Like I, we just live for that. So for us, we kind of say, hey, we know our clients are jumping off a cliff. And we're saying, we've jumped many times. We're going to jump with you. We're cool with it. Um, No. Well, it's it's because there's a lot of team building coaching companies, but they say, well, we're not going to coach with you until you're at, you know, 1 million, 1.3 million. Well, that's Mm. when all the hard work's done. Like, well, you know, like, yeah, they don't need you then. Like, they do, but not the same, right? So, no, right. we're happy um, to help people figure out, you know, what role do they want in the team? Um, who do they need around them to offset maybe their personality, their skill set? Maybe they need other strengths that we all do. Really, at the end of the day, we all do. It's just whether we know right. it or not. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like for us, we look to expand, make a really strong foundation in the individual business, like strong conversion, duplicatable systems. Um, the ability to at least have some lead sources that you could turn up or turn down and understanding uh-huh. of your economic model. Um, the models that are, the, this is one place where Canada and U.S. It has a divide um, in team building. Like, we see much more of the mega team that's more of a brokerage style in the U.S. where, you know, it's uh-huh. it's a split base, like it's a very smaller split coming to the team. You know, if there's some leads from the team, it's it's a bit of a different split. Our team model is is very much more a hub um, where we're leveraging unique abilities, it's much more tight knit. It's we're trying to put the licensed agent and their time on a platform and, and elevate it as much as possible, so they can leverage the team where they're doing less and less and less of the things that they don't love, that they're not great at. That we have other people or specialists who are doing it, and therefore they're paid for that part of it. And 
if anyone's watching this, I mean, I, I would say, you know, there's three top errors or mistakes that people make in team building. And number one, it's in compensation. They don't set up their compensation to get paid as a team leader. And a team leader has a long job description. It's a good one. It's just a long one. Um, yeah. That training and recruitment, right? Onboarding, yeah. training and, and value proposition for recruitment. So, I mean, there's so much that goes into building a team. And it's, yeah, I start with why do you want one? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, right. Yeah. It's competitive now with team building. And a lot of the like five, six years ago are people who are trying to build teams are now really in an organizational business model and they are set to expand. And they are. And that's where these multi location teams are much more prevalent and all of that fun stuff. They did the yeah. groundwork. Right. All right. Right. And so it kind of sounds to me like Canada's a little ahead of the game because of this hub concept. And so do you think that? Uh, that is something that really can add value more to the U.S. and the teams on, on looking at this hub and, and understanding the value that each person gets out of it? Well, yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, I mean, I have huge respect for the teams in, in the U.S. and the models. And sure. It's amazing, like massive respect for it. And some yeah. are operating as hubs. It's just not as prevalent. Like, I just want to make sure I don't mis miscommunicate that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's always something to be learned. And I, and I think the changing, um, if you believe in the changing economic models into more of a knowledge era or era, and again, you know, there's some differences, right, in Canada and the U.S. and our verbiage and what resonates, and there are, there's some slight differences yeah. there. Um, sure. But if you believe in that and you understand it, I mean, there, there's a reason why the teams are getting stronger results because they do have more minimum standards, they have more training, they have more expectations on return, and it just tightens everything up a little bit, right? So, um, right. yeah, there are some more controls in place in a hub-style uh -huh. team, but they're also investing massively into the people within their platforms, and they're providing, in my opinion, levels of service and experience that an individual agent can't touch. And I know that's hard. And I know that's a polarizing statement. And I know a lot of your audience are probably, you know, some um, operating independently, or maybe they're leveraging the brokerage and technology, and they're not independent at all, right? right. Um, but you know, you, you can't be 10 people. I, I right. can't be 10 people. I can't have the marketing budget of six agents who are pooling their their resources i can't be a specialist in all the new technology and marketing because i have other things that i need to be doing to fuel my business and the teams bring a really competitive platform in understanding the leverage right that, right and so do you uh primarily help like with uh agent that is saying hey i'd like to build a team now or uh are there different stages or where do you like what's you, what's your sweet part uh, space that you like to help agents with as far as teams are concerned? Yeah, well, I mean, we have many coaches in our company and they all have different uh, people. They, you know, like you said, sweet spot, right? That they love <laughs> to work with. And we've yeah. had tremendous success in building from scratch. So individual agents who understand, hey, I want to build my individual business on a team platform. So when I get to the point of expanding, I can, and I don't have to rip things out and go backwards. And there's more and more of an understanding of that, of, hey, I want to invest in these systems now, even though it's, you know, it's a little bit harder than just going out and running with it. Because three years from now, when I'm super busy, it's going to cost money, time, energy, and it's going to right. feel painful to go back. Yeah. So, we, oh, I mean, personally, I love working like 80% of our team coaching clients are top 1% nationally. I love working with those people. Wow. Um, but it's, it's like our overall as a company. No, you know, I love working with people who are, 
committed and they know where they're going and they're basically yeah. saying, yeah, guess what? Like I'm, I'm like, I always say, I'm like, you need to be so clear on where you're going that you're almost saying like, listen, I know where I'm going. I want you on board, but if not, like a little bit move over, get out of my way because I'm so committed. Knock me down 10 times and getting up 20, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. That pointed desire that you're talking about, having that desire, that pointed focus and the way to get that focus is to simply ask and to say, hey, what do I want? And then to, to start getting clarity on what you want and, and how you know what you really want is when you really feel good about it and I can just tell uh, Kathleen that you help people feel good and uh, and can you share just a little on your successes that you've had like you, you shared uh, was it 80% of the people that you uh, work with the team yeah, 80% of our team level coaching clients are top 1% nationally so we're very proud of that in their respective brands and whatnot but yeah absolutely wow. so yeah That's we're proud of that. That's incredible. And then can you tell us about results on converting um, uh, prospects into clients that um, what kind of results or what kind of businesses, how, how have agents grown their business using your systems? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would think one thing, like I'm I'm always of the mindset of being conservative and that's kind of an odd <laughs> stance for the industry that I, I'm in, right? <laughs> Um, but I always do, like when it comes to budgeting, conversion, everything. So all of our conversion numbers are based off of, you know, cold, high volume pay-per-click leads. So I have clients who have much warmer lead sources and mix in. But we always say if you're getting at least this with your coldest lead sources, we know that we're good. So just as a little example, I mean, if somebody's learning our, our buyer consultation, if they come into the office and sit face to face, on average, 80% of the people who come into the office or we go to their house, whatever, like, you know, it's fine. Um, we're going to convert to an actual exclusivity agreement. That sounds, if you're in the repeat referral business, that sounds like, well, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't 80% of people want to work with me? But if you start to expand your business into actual lead generation marketing and you start to develop that science of conversion, our top yeah. people are 96, 98%. So when you sit wow. down in front of them, they're going to sign that many people like, for example, when I stopped selling because I was running my prior um, coaching company and it required a lot of my energy. So when I stopped right. selling full time, I mean, at that point, I had 86 active buyer representation agreements and people hear that. They're like, how is that even possible? But because <laughs> when you understand the numbers and you have the formula, you can make even the coldest sources extremely valuable to your business, right? So we wow. know that only about 50% of uh, exclusive buyers that we get will actually sign, or sorry, purchase within 12 months. Some will purchase uh -huh. 18 months, 24 months, and people are like, oh my gosh, 50%. But again, when you understand these numbers and you understand how they actually play out, when I plug the same numbers into a business plan, for somebody who doesn't use a buyer consultation, doesn't need, doesn't create expectation, doesn't, you know, future pace, what the experience is going to look like. We actually calculate that they need three times more leads and opportunities than somebody using our system based on the tracking. But for an agent, they're like, but I want to run out and show the house and I just want to meet with everybody. But when you look at the numbers, it doesn't yeah. actually play out as well as it, it sometimes feels, right? Wow. And that is just incredible, and you're incredible, Kathleen. That uh, again, so to get a hold of you, it would be Kathleen. Uh, www.kathleenspeaks.com. 
okay, and speaks as in speaker, and she's a speaker as well, and just an amazing coach and, and really has the ability to take any agent and raise them to a new level and then also to take you and raise you to a new level where you have a team. And what that equates to is more money and more time. And most people are, I either have a lot of time and not enough money, which is a bad place to be in, or they have a lot of money but not uh, not enough time because they're doing it. And this is a way to really have some balance in, in uh, your life. And I thank you so much. Any closing comments, uh, Kathleen, before we say goodbye to our beautiful audience? No, just thank you. I really appreciated being here. I had a great time. And I, I guess the only thing, if anybody's looking to plug in with us, is we run Ultimate Team Summit in November. It's in the Niagara Falls area. And at least oh, in great. It's, yeah, it's the largest um, team-specific real estate summit just for teams. So, yeah, if you're looking wow. to I'd love to see anyone out there. And other than that, just thank you. I've had a great time. I really appreciated it. Oh, well, thank you, Kathleen. You're amazing. And I just love on how you serve the world and help agents and brokers become their greatest possibility. And so this is Dr. Hank saying goodbye for Agent Wealth Network, where we increase your wealth and increase your business. All the best. God bless. Bye-bye.